Welcome to another episode of the Crypto Marketing Show. I'm Ty Daniel Smith. And I'm Kylie Lowe. Today we are discussing why crypto companies need to have an email newsletter. Um, so we're going to walk through what a newsletter is, why it's especially important for cryptocurrency and blockchain companies, and helpful tips and tools for setting up and optimizing a newsletter. So let's first start with what a newsletter is. Um, most people probably understand the basics of what an email newsletter is. You probably get you know, a, a ton of them. Um, it's an email blast that gets sent out to a list of people that have opted in to receive messages from a company. Um, there's different types of newsletters. Uh, one being, there's actually companies that are just newsletters. If you, if you think of companies like The Skim and, and Morning Brew and things like that, uh, we're not going to talk about those. We're going to talk about uh, company newsletters. So newsletters that actually send updates to interested parties and, and customers. Um, so specifically crypto companies, why they need a newsletter. Um, first of all, it's an owned channel. So I've spoken about owned channels on a, a few previous episodes. It's, it's a kind of a recurring theme for industries that are sort of fringe industries. I don't know what you want to call them. Um, marketers in our industry have to deal with a lot of roadblocks in terms of where you're allowed to market and having a newsletter doesn't really require any approval from anyone. Um, you know, you could host it on a bunch of different things and they in theory can, can ban you, but you still have the, the list of emails and, and can still uh, own that. Um, another aspect is that it's really cost effective, especially compared to other marketing channels. So on average, brands earn $42 in revenue for every dollar spent on email marketing. Um, I forget where that stat comes from, but we, we've quoted that a couple of times. That's from 2019. HubSpot. Is that from HubSpot? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, so that's on 2019. I'm curious where it is in 2020. I guess we're still too early for that. Uh, I, I know went on a, on a HubSpot article about email marketing for 2020. And it was the, it was a similar stat. It might've been a couple dollars less, but it was yeah. basically the same exact thing. Yeah. It's getting more cost effective. Cause I remember in 2018, it was, I think $32 or $36, something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. I mean, so we'll go into more detail about exactly which tools to use and the pricing and, and cost of running a newsletter. But in general, just for like the basic version of, of hosting a newsletter, it's like 10 to $50 a month. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, you know, it's not expensive at all. Um, all right. Next reason why a crypto company needs to have a newsletter. It's yet another channel to re-engage with your audience. So like we said, hosting a newsletter is pretty inexpensive, both, both from a, a time and money standpoint. So by not having one, you're really missing out on a great opportunity to, to re-engage with your audience and just remind them that you exist. And also, you know, millennials are the main demographic that use crypto and 73% of millennials prefer communication from businesses to come from email. So, really? yeah, hmm. another yeah, HubSpot I mean, stat. But yeah, it's like, you know, being the younger generations, you know, they're not watching TV as much. They're, they know how to add block, things like that. So you know, they want their communications to come from email because they can pick and choose, subscribe or unsubscribe to what they don't want to see. Exactly. So, so it's the most I, effective way. Yeah. So the next section, I, I want to go over some you know, helpful tips and tools for setting up and optimizing a newsletter. Um, the first one, the first tip, which is related to what you just said about how easy it is to opt in and opt out. Mm -hmm. um, use double opt in for, for setting up your newsletter. So what double opt-in means is that when someone submits their email to join the newsletter, it will immediately send them an email saying, Hey, you know, did you actually subscribe to this? Are you interested in, in can you confirm your subscription? Um, so that will prevent fake email addresses. It's going to prevent spam. Um, it'll just make your newsletter list a lot cleaner 
and increase open rates and click-through rates, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general, sing- so the two versions of are, are single opt-in and double opt-in. Double opt-in is what I just explained. Single opt-in is when you just accept an email address and then that's it. You just start sending them emails. Newsletters with single opt-in grow 20 to 30% faster than double opt-in. But like I said, they have way worse open rates and you have to deal with um, you know, potentially fake email addresses. Um, right. a, lot of, a lot of the companies that you pay to host your newsletter on will charge you by the contact. So if you have a lot of fake ones, you're, you're going to be overpaying uh, as well. And, and something like with digital marketing is it's not always about the, um, like the big number, how many are subscribed, but how many are actually opening it. And cl- it's, exactly. it's like social media engagement. Like, yeah, you can have a ton of followers, but if no one is liking and engaging on your posts, is it really resonating with anyone? So, you know, the bigger numbers to focus on are definitely open rate and click through rate. Yeah, exactly. Um, next tip is make it really easy to opt in. So don't ask users for too much information. Um, you know, we, as, a, as an agency, we, we host a couple different newsletters and we help other people set up newsletters. My, my style is in general just to ask only for email. Um, some like to also ask for first name and last name or maybe phone number. Um, in general, the more information that you ask for, the more friction you're adding to that whole process and you're going to grow slower. Especially that, crypto. <laughs> especially, yeah, because people don't give away any information in, right. in crypto. Um, that said, the more information that you do collect, the more capability you have to personalize emails, which can sometimes help with open rates. For example, if you put their first name in a subject line, you're only able to do that if you collect that information. So there's the pro and con. My style is just make it really easy to opt in. Um, Also make any forms that you're going to use to to collect subscribers really clean looking and obvious on a web page. Some people will like hide it in like a footer. Um, You know, that's, that's not necessarily a bad way to go, but it's, I I like, I prefer to make it a little more obvious if it's something that I'm really going to use as, as a cornerstone of a, of a marketing strategy. Um, And, just like how it's important to make it really easy to opt in, it has to be really easy to opt out. So every email you send needs to have an unsubscribe button. Most most hosting platforms force you to do that anyway. Um, but it has to be really easy to opt out. So if you don't make it, e- the reason behind that is, you know, you're thinking, well, I don't want anyone to opt out of my email. Um, well, if you don't make it easy to opt out, they're going to hit mark as spam, which is like the worst thing they could do for an email newsletter because if enough people do that consistently, it's going to blacklist your domain and every email that you send, whether it's a email blast, whether it's just a personal email, is going to start being sent to spam. You know, you can imagine how frustrating that is to, to have all your emails go to spam when you're trying to connect with people. Um, next tip is to keep a consistent posting schedule for your newsletter. So email inboxes are very easily cluttered. So if someone's gonna opt into a newsletter and let you occupy some of that space, it's a pretty big deal. And and they really should understand what they can expect in terms of volume um, and how frequently they're gonna get uh, you know, contacted by you. Um, I prefer to do once a week, some people do once a day. It's really, it's really just how much content you have to, to push out. Um, next tip, and this is one that I'm pretty, adamant about that some people disagree with me on never buy a list of email addresses so that that's a major shortcut that people try to take um in general taking shortcuts in marketing is always a bad idea um occasionally we'll talk to people and they're just getting started setting up a newsletter 
and they asked, you know, is it, would it be a better idea if I just went out and, you know, spoke to an agency that, that does exactly this, they provide a, a big list of emails uh, and use that. Don't do that at all. It's not only is it illegal, thanks to the Can Spam Act, which was enacted, I think, almost 20 years ago now. Um, it's also a really fast way to get your email sent to spam because all these people are going to market as spam if they didn't opt into this. Um, all right, let's go, let's, let's go over some tools, Kylie. So tools for email marketing, the big ones, the, the big platforms for hosting a, a newsletter is, let's see, MailChimp, mm -hmm. ActiveCampaign, HubSpot, which you just brought up, uh, Campaign Monitor, Constant Contact, and Substack is one that's growing pretty fast. That's, that's more for personal newsletters, but that's still, you know, one of, that, that should be on the list. Um, it's important to know that MailChimp and Constant Contact, and I believe Campaign Monitor recently not so recently, I think it was about a year and a half ago, bans using um, their platforms for, for crypto purposes. That said, I know a lot of people getting away with it on each. So it's kind of like, just make sure your email list is backed up if you want to use one of those and yeah. then realize that there's a possibility you'll be kicked off. And, but it's not that hard to migrate to a different platform. So it's yeah. not something that's... Which is a shame because MailChimp is very easy to use. Yeah, of all the ones that, so we've used, let's see, I've used ActiveCampaign, I've used MailChimp, and I've used HubSpot, used Substack a little bit, I've used Constant Contact. Um, of all of those, MailChimp is definitely the most built exactly for hosting a newsletter. HubSpot yeah. does a million things, and that's just like a kind of email email marketing is like a, a add-on. Um, MailChimp is probably the easiest, and it's, and it's cheap too. I think the cheapest one is like 10 bucks. Yeah, and you can really personalize it extensively, which is what's so great about it. I mean, you can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. You can build like landing pages as well. So if you like, for example, if you want to, if you wanted your business to be the newsletter, you know, there's, there's some companies that just their whole business is the newsletter. You can actually yeah. build the website straight through MailChimp and, and it'll host the forum. It'll do everything. It actually, it walks you through the entire process of like double opt in. It does the automatic email follow-ups. It's, it's, it's really, it's really a good tool. Um, like I said, the, the cheapest, the cheaper side of that of those tools is like ten dollars a month. It goes somewhere up to like fifty. It really goes beyond that. Um, if if they're going to charge you on a number of users, which they start doing, if you're going beyond just like I think they give you an allotted amount for each plan for ten dollars. I think you get maybe twenty five hundred contacts. I, I don't know. It's different across all, each of them. Um, but keep in mind again, keep your list clean and you won't overpay. Um, that is basically all that I have, Carly. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's pretty much it. All right. So uh, we are obviously really fond of email marketing. It, it's super high ROI. Um, it's not that difficult to set up. So if you're going to do any kind of email marketing and setting up a newsletter, reach out to us if, you, if you're interested. Um, we'll point you in the direction of some, some good tools. You can email us at info at coinbound.io. Um, and as always, if you found this episode valuable, please remember to rate, review, and recommend uh, because it does help us a lot in, in getting feedback and and creating more content. Um, that will be it for us. Bye, guys. Have a good day.